Before you get into this episode, I want to invite you to join me on May 1st for a free live workshop. It's called Feedback Fixer Upper, How to Reshape Poor Performance with Your Words. You can sign up at awesomeleader.com slash monthly dash workshop or go to awesomeleader.com and look for workshops. Again, this is May 1st. It's 9 in the morning Pacific, 12 Eastern. It's free. Join me and I will now let you get to this episode of The Leadership Shot. I want you to think about the situations that drive you nuts, the meetings that start late, the unexpected traffic, the people who rush in front of you to get on the train and never seem to look around to have any idea of who they've cut off, the people who look at their phones the whole time you're with them instead of looking at your face or eyes. Those are your buttons. They are the things or people that drive you nuts. Once you identify them and learn why they bother you, you can make big strides in developing your emotional intelligence. Join me as we dive into learning about your EQ buttons. I'm Lila Willingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 20 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. In this podcast, you can experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. It's time to get uncomfortable. It's for a good reason. I'll explain. I want you to think about the situations that drive you nuts, the meetings that start late, the unexpected traffic, the people who rush in front of you to get on the train or grab a cup of coffee and just never look around them at all. They don't really don't care who's behind them. These are the people who look at their phones the whole time when you're with them instead of looking at your face or eyes. I want you to also think of the emails you receive that are way too long or those unnecessary emails you're CC'd on, or the ones that never include a hello or thank you. Let's also add into the mix the colleagues who are never prepared for meetings. Then I want you to think about the people at work you simply don't like in some way, don't like them at all. Hey, I'm getting your blood pressure up for a reason. I want you to get clear about what bothers you and what can eventually lead to an emotional hijacking, which is what we talked about in episode three of this series on emotional intelligence. Go back and listen to it if you've missed it. It's really helpful. To increase your EQ, to better understand how your emotions govern your decisions and thoughts, sometimes without you even knowing about it, you need to think about the people, places, topics, even times of the day that cause you to react in ways that while they feel good in the moment, they feel good physically. Yeah, I'm getting off my chest. They're not effective or productive ways to respond. They're not good ways to communicate with people. They're not effective ways to work with people. Hey, I know it can feel really good to get angry and yell. That release can feel so good. But right afterwards, in addition to a sore throat, you probably have, well, some bad feelings about what you said and did. You think, oh my goodness, did I actually say that? Did I do that? Look at the people I yelled at. Dang, that was terrible. This is what we're doing here. We're thinking about your EQ buttons. We're thinking about who and what pushes your buttons. 
what provokes you. That's another way to think about it. Who or what creates a reaction? They make you feel a certain way. Sometimes it's a silent reaction or it's very subtle. You're gritting your teeth, but you're smiling on the outside. Sometimes it's a loud and obvious reaction. Your face says you're pissed off and your voice too, the tone of your voice and also what you say, it gives you away. It says, I am angry. This is self-awareness. That's the first part of the EQ model. And you'll remember from a previous episode that self-awareness is your ability to be aware of your feelings in the moment as they're happening, as they're developing. Once you identify and become self-aware of your buttons or triggers, you can begin to manage them, to self-manage them. That's the second part of the EQ model. You first need to know who and what bother you. They cause reactions in you. They cause you to react. And maybe again, it's a quiet reaction, very subtle, very, very small. Nobody sees it because they do or something that offends, irks, irritates, disrespects, annoys, frustrates, includes some of their synonyms in there. And maybe you're just used to it and you're really good at being self-aware and self-managing. But maybe they're actually something that cause bigger reactions in you. Now, if you're wondering what a button is, I'll share some examples of my buttons and what they mean to me. This is about you, not me, yet I wanna give you some examples to get some ideas going for you. Here are some of my buttons. People who arrive late to meetings and don't acknowledge their tardiness. They just slide on into the chair or kind of just join the Zoom room and totally ignore the fact that we've been waiting for them. People who are in a super rush to talk to me. They make it sound like an emergency. Please, please, Lila. Oh my gosh, I have got to talk to you today. And then I accommodate them and you know where this is going, then they change the time. It doesn't work for them anymore, sorry. But by the way, sometimes I don't even get that sorry. Someone who sends me a calendar invitation without asking me if the time works for me. This is like one of my favorite, meaning like I really don't like it. Um, Or they suggest just one possibility. Hey, how about Wednesday at 11? Does that work for you? Sure, that one time in the week that you mentioned, I'm sure it's gonna work for me. Now, for these three buttons, they all have the same reason for me why they drive me nuts. Disregard for my time. To me, these things, these actions, these people doing these things, they say to me, hey, I'm important, Lila, and you are not. Your time is not valuable. I know my time is valuable. With my time, I coach executives and founders to make decisions crucial to their businesses and their employees. And I don't want anyone to waste my time. With my time, I help groups of managers around the world to become awesome managers. I don't want somebody to waste my time. So when somebody pushes a button that says, hey, your time isn't something I respect, I get frustrated. I get angry. And sometimes, just like you, I'm human. I experience an emotional hijacking. I'm not perfect. Absolutely not. Here's one story about how that button was once pushed and how I reacted in a way where Uh, I don't apologize for the way I acted, yet I think I could have done something differently. So I once had a dental appointment at 8 in the morning. I arrived at 7.55. Hey, I'm on time. I'm five minutes early. At 8.15, a staff member tells me the dentist was busy with a family emergency. Okay, I get it. Happens to all of us. I had enough time that day to wait a bit longer. At 8.30, 30 minutes after my original appointment time, I see the dentist walk in. She starts to chit-chat with a salesperson who had just arrived at the same time. They talk for about five minutes. Hmm, family emergency. I'm still in the waiting room, waiting. Then she disappeared into her office and I sat another 10 minutes. 
Nobody's communicated anything to me. It's 40 minutes after my appointment time and my buttons have been pushed and I had a little bit of an emotional hijacking. I went to reception and I said, I've been here 40 minutes. Supposedly the dentist had a family emergency, but I just saw her chit-chatting with a salesperson. That person got attention before I did and I'm a paying customer. I don't think I'm being valued as a client and I'm leaving. And I walked out. Uh, Was that an example of high or low EQ on my part? (laughs) Why don't you let me know, okay? Send me an email, hello at awesomeleader.com. Let me know what you think. I'm not sure. And again, not about me, this is about you. I never went back to that dentist. So she lost a client. Disrespect for my time. That's a button I really don't want anyone to push. This disregard for my time you know, for all of the ways in which like I help others and all of the times where I'm stuck in a small space with somebody and we're waiting for someone, that just really gets to me. So, all right, enough about me. The gist of what I'm expressing is I want you to think of these examples and my story and think about what buttons you have. What are you allowing someone to push? I'm self-aware and I try to self-manage. Now it's your turn. I want you to identify the things, people, places that push your buttons and cause you to have an unproductive, maybe an unplanned reaction. Sometimes those buttons add up. It's not just one. Things and people push your buttons just a little at a time, and those things, again, they add up. Here's an example. Let's say you're sitting at your desk, headphones on, working hard on deadline, and you don't like being under pressure due to deadlines. It's just one of your buttons, feeling pressure. You realize, hey, I got to do it. It's part of my job. Everyone has it yet you don't like it. And in this situation, you feel as if you've been distracted all morning by several people thanks to that glorious open workspace your company has and people are coming by and they're interrupting you. So in a way, your button's being pushed all day long. Now you could take this into remote working as well. Same thing could happen. You want to focus on something, but somehow the whole team has agreed Slack's going to stay on and you're getting notification after notification, Slack, Slack, Slack. And you're like, oh my goodness, can I just get some stuff done? So one thing leads to another. Each time you're feeling less and less in control of your emotions. And the next person who pushes any of your buttons, even little tiny ones, receives the full force of your fury. It's almost like a tipping point, not in a good way. The main button being pushed is how you don't like being under pressure, having that deadline to reach. But the chain of buttons, this is what caused you to unload unfairly on someone. Buttons can be people, places, events, situations, times of the day, and emotions that make us feel uncomfortable. If you don't begin to identify your buttons, they're going to get pushed often. Now, some people will push your buttons on purpose. I acknowledge that. Yet that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about what you can control, your reactions to others, your reactions to situations. It's developing that self-awareness and self-management. I want you to apply some of what you learned with me right here now. Open up your calendar. Take a look. Pick one day next week. When you have a look at what's going on that day, the topics, projects, people, meetings, and everything. I want you to just think about what's coming to mind. What emotions are you feeling? Okay, I'm sure you're looking at a meeting and you're thinking, oh my gosh, (sighs) Sherry again. Wow, why do I always have these long meetings with her? So what are you thinking and feeling when some of those buttons, topics, people, times of the day, what are the emotions you associate with those things? Which buttons are hard for you to manage and why? 
Start to be aware of those things. Write them down. When you ask yourself these questions, what emotions do I associate with that person, that topic? How am I feeling? Why am I getting frustrated? When you ask yourself questions like this, you develop your emotional intelligence and it begins to grow. You develop your self-awareness and your self-management. I hope you've enjoyed this five-part series on emotional intelligence. I hope I've made it easy for you to learn more about EQ. Now, there's way more to learn, of course, especially for leaders, and I'm going to come back to this topic in this podcast soon. Thanks for listening. And if you've enjoyed it, I would love if you subscribed or followed the show. I'll talk to you next week. Before you go, please hit subscribe. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free webinars and free resources. If you want to learn how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my six-week cohort coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson for free. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot. I'll talk to you next week.